Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Sustainability isn't just a buzzword for Wisconsin farmers. Local growers are coming together to take active steps to learn more about conservation practices they can use on their own farms. This is Carrie Mess with the Midwest Farm Report. Tagline Dairy was the site of a recent learning event hosted by Inside FS, Jefferson County Farm Bureau, and Sustainable for Our Wisconsin. I caught up with a few of the presenters to learn more about these initiatives. Kevin Griswold, owner of Tagline Dairy, joins me first to talk a little bit more about this event. We hosted an event to talk about sustainability, to share what we do, but also also for farmers and people in the industry to get together and share ideas what everybody does and hopefully we can learn from each other and do a better job be more sustainable consistently and um, really share ideas to uh, to make farming better and more sustainable for everybody. Kirby Wagner from Inside FS tells us more about Sustainable for our Wisconsin and the event they hosted at Tag Lane Dairy. Kirby can you tell me who is involved with Sustainable for our Wisconsin? Strictly the relationship between Farm Bureau and uh, Growmark and so what we do is we combine our relationships with the local Farm Bureau, with the local boards, county and municipality, and then we invite state agencies and state legislators as well. Tell me a little about the event today. Today's event at Tag Lane Dairy is really highlighting the practices that they're doing on the farm in combination with the insight specialists. So we're talking about how these nutrient management plans are put together and how that partnership is being worked out on the farm. We're talking about precision application and how they're using the right source with the right rate, with the right time, at the right place, putting all their inputs in at the right spot. And that's the four R, right? Yeah, those are the four R's. That's where the four R comes in. And so that's the big deal. And then we, we pepper it in with some talk about cover crops. And then the last station we're doing at Station Base this year, and we're talking about the future of the farm and, and the decisions that the folks have to make based on policy and things that are happening in our capitals and in our agencies and how that relates back to the farm itself. Across Wisconsin, farmers are coming together to form watershed and county-based conservation groups. Brendan Blank, forage specialist with Byron Seeds, shares more about how these groups fill several needs. There's there's a lot of different county and watershed groups throughout the state. I think there's close to 40 different groups formed throughout the state of Wisconsin. And basically, a lot of it's focused around sustainability, but it's soil health kind of is, is the foundation of what a lot of the folk groups that are promoting no-till, promoting cover crops, promoting diverse rotations, just kind of getting that getting to that sustainable thing. But it's what's neat about it is it's so much farmer-led and farmer-focused. It's farmers helping farmers which is kind of a neat thing to see in this in the environment we're in right now and it's it's these farmers getting together and kind of having brainstorming sessions at the end of the season and say hey this worked great for me this didn't work good for me and got somebody else so it's it, there's a lot of shared knowledge that's happening in with these but at the same time it's it's sharing knowledge helping these these farmers are helping each other do a better job as well as bringing other farmers in and educating and sharing their success stories with other farmers and sharing their their failures too and saying hey we tried to do this we thought it was going to work good it didn't work but now we've got a couple of us together we can figure out why this didn't work and how well maybe bob over here made it work when brian over there couldn't and how did that happen so there's a there's knowledge being shared and gained in some really neat ways cooperative learning exactly yeah and it's it's very local i mean because i mean what works in southern wisconsin may not work in northern wisconsin what works in sandy area may not work in an area with with heavier clay soils so the ability to have these things be very local scott schultz jefferson county farmer and a founding member of the jefferson county soil builders shares that their group has come together to help fund the planting of cover crops 
for farmers in Jefferson County. Jefferson County Land and Water is paying $25 an acre up to 100 acres if you are planting a cover crop in either the fall or after wheat. And then if you go over that 100 acres, the Jefferson County Soil Builders will put in another $15 per acre up to 50 acres. So there's money available there. And then we came up with a new policy this year for people that want to plant a multi-species cover crop after wheat or other small grains and that is $30 per acre up to 25 acres. Now the one thing I have to be very specific about is you need to call Land and Water and sign up for this before you plant or you will not be eligible. So Jefferson County Land and Water is who you call for more information about this program? That is correct. Who is funding these incentives for more cover crops? So Land and Water, I'm not really sure where that money comes down through, but the money that is coming from the Jefferson County Soil builders is through a grant and also through two watersheds in our area that are donating money because they realize how much this is also helping to clean up the water and our lakes and streams. In addition to education for farmers and work to help fund new conservation practices, these groups also help communicate about on-farm conservation practices with their local communities. Kevin shares how being more vocal about his farm's sustainability practices has strengthened relationships with his non-farming neighbors. We can all be proud of what we do as, as farmers and to explain what we do and why we do it to, to our neighbors and co-workers gives them an understanding on why we're there, what we're doing, and hopefully they'll uh, appreciate why something is happening instead of um, just uh, seeing that we're there. They'll understand why we're here, what we're producing, and how we're trying to do better all the time. You're building stronger communities through communication. Correct. That That is a big part of it. Um, the more we can share with our neighbors and our farmer friends, um, better will all be. Brendan Blank says communication from local farmer groups has built interesting and valuable partnerships in the community. A couple of the groups that I'm involved with, um, you know, the Dodge County group and even the Jefferson County group, they're doing some of it as well, but there's, there's a number of lakes within the county and there's been a really neat partnership formed with these lake, lake groups and lake property owners where the farmers have been able to go to them and say, here's what we're doing to reduce runoff and make the water that's running off our farms cleaner. And, and these lake owners are going to say, oh, wow, that's really good. We want to encourage that. We want to help encourage that education process and even contribute some money to helping pay for some of these cover crops that are going on some of these, these acres. The neat thing about a lot of this stuff is it's their practices that are profitable for the farmers and they're beneficial to, to the rest of the public as well. Um, so it's kind of a lot of times you can say, all right, this would be a really good thing for the public and for the watershed, but it's going to be a big burden on the farmers. And a lot of farmers still think that way. And I think that's one of the things that these groups is doing well is getting the farmers together that have figured out how to make this system be not a burden, have it be a benefit and helps spread that message as well. And it's, it's kind of neat to see two groups of people with the city and the farms that used to have a lot of friction. There's starting to be a lot of cooperation, which is fantastic. The tradition of farmers working together and passing their knowledge on continues in events like this one. For the Midwest Farm Report, this is Carrie Mess.